0: the Switch Mania Playcast.
1: The episode where we can finally talk about all the things we've been keeping close to our chests.
0: Oh, come on. The post-direct episode. It just writes itself. JP's splits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I, that That's JP's thing. This is my thing.
0: Uh, we gotta have a thing. We gotta have a thing.
1: <laughs> gotta have a thing.
0: So, yeah. It's the post, uh, post-premium direct. Which yes. Was, it was wild and crazy and
1: like, what a night!
0: People were so hyped, and that's why we didn't have an episode uh, last week. Is because we we knew we were doing a live um, after the direct. We were gonna be available live uh, to talk with everyone, and it ended up going a lot longer than we thought.
1: Yeah, I was expecting maybe thirty minutes, and I think it went for like an hour and a half. <laughs>
0: <laughs> people so. were like, asking us questions, and a lot of cool, like different uh, feedback that we got from all over the community, and. Um, so let's, uh, let's do a, for those that didn't catch cre- the direct, uh, yep. you should, it's on our YouTube, but we can do for the episode and for posterity, like, what we announced and launched. Yes. You wrote the script, Barry, so. Yes, I did. I'd be the perfect one. Um, <laughs> but, you know, aside from, you know, talking about our Series 1 stuff and, and shipping and all that, um, First off is we have something that's available for sale right now.
2: Right now.
0: Um, Right now. And that is a retro upgrade for Super Blood Hockey. Um, And so, like, the idea behind it, and this was, like, all of us talking, and we're like, what would be a cool way? Because Super Blood Hockey would be the only item that we have that doesn't have a retro box. And so... We thought, we're like, well, how about we don't require anybody to rebuy Super Blood Hockey, and we offer an upgrade package, which includes the retro box, as well as a soundtrack. And then, I, this was JP's idea, um, yep. a comic book that goes inside the box, which, you know, it became obvious that we should do a Super Nintendo or N64 manual-sized comic. Um, a comic book, though... Drawn by Sean Daly, who did the artwork for the premium edition, the retail case art, and also did the CD art. So we got a Sean Daly masterclass of artwork with the retro edition up
1: <laughs> Well, not only that, he'd worked on the music for the game itself. So it makes it even better. So he's already a part exactly. of the game. It's not just an artist on the side. It's somebody who's already involved with the game.
0: Exactly, and you know, a twenty-dollar upgrade—really affordable uh, way to add a Super Nintendo-sized retro box. It is the vertical landscape, and it has um, inspirations from the old-school Konami box. Um, ended up, we were going to try to like hone in some inspirations from Blades of Steel. But then Erica and her ever loved awesomeness created this really crazy smashing-the-face-against-the-glass <laughs> picture that she had. And we're like, no, that's it. That's got to be the art. Like, it's so good. Right. And, yeah, so like, so everybody has the option and the opportunity to upgrade um, to that now. And it is available in limited quantities. Um, and we sold quite a bit, but there are still some left, which is good. Uh, once we're sold out, though, we're sold out.
1: Yeah, and it's under a thousand that we produced, and that's it. Uh, one cool thing about the comic too is it's a prequel comic to the franchise mode, and yeah. it not only did Sean write it, but he actually worked with Lauren to write it as well. So the two of them got together to create this awesome prequel comic um, for for Super Blood Hockey. So it's it's ver- it's a uh, it's totally authentic. Lauren it's Lauren actually. Canon. Said, it's, it's canon. canon. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren wanted to put this, like some of this stuff in the game and just never was able to. So now is able to tell that story, which is awesome. And uh, it's certainly something that we think everybody's going to enjoy. Uh, the reception has been nothing but positive. And uh, I hope to see people start getting it soon and being able to enjoy upgrading their copies.
0: I mean, that's something that we've always been toying with is offering premium edition upgrades to games already released like so for example you know talking with a developer for a game that's already gotten a physical which didn't have any kind of manual or anything and offering that upgrade you know like legitimately licensed to um to customers and that was an idea of like a a different thing to do and so everybody's awesome feedback from our own upgrade is very telling that maybe you all want to see that in the future for like different releases.
1: It's certainly a, a possibility. Uh, I don't yeah. think we're going to be able to do like huge, huge numbers, but it'd be nice to do like, you know, thousand runs of different manuals or different bonus stuff for different games. But oh yeah. we, we're, we're we're doing definitely, we definitely for want that. to prioritize our own titles. And, and that's why super blood hockey, you know, got that treatment. Plus, now every game will have a retro, which is awesome, because you'll be able to line them up on your shelf and and keep them in order and make them all look uniform and awesome.
0: Exactly. And also, like, proving that we do pay attention, um, with the retro upgrade, there was actually some Discord chatter about, um, protection for their boxes and for Mm -hmm. their their slipcases, and so this is one thing, I don't think we've actually promoted this or, or talked about it, but, um, There's a bunch of different websites, but there's this one, uh, it's what's collector protector that does these really thick, awesome, like display or preservation scale, four millimeter super Nintendo boxes. They're super thick and awesome, like premium. And, um, I reached out to them after getting requests in the, in the discord to see if they would be open to doing one for our slip cases. And they said, absolutely. So we are going to get them a, uh, one of our slip cases, our, our sleeves, our slip cases and sleeves to size, and so they're going to look into it and make sure that it, it fits our versions. We're going to have a, you know, preservationist collector grade version to and in a way to display our games, which is really awesome.
1: Yeah, it's going to look really cool, and uh, I, I can't wait to see that come in. But again, the, the retro upgrade is—it's only nineteen ninety-five. They're limited quantities and they're available now. So if this is something that interests you or you're even thinking about, you know, maybe the the best thing you could do is grab it now because once it's done, it's done and I'm I'm fairly certain we're gonna get some emails like, Oh, I missed it. Is there any chance you could print one more? And the answer is no, not at this time. I mean, now mm-hmm. we're not gonna say never down the line, maybe we'll do some reprints, but you know, it's not like we could just print one or two. Like it has to be a hey, big if you event. allow
0: me to almost say no. <laughs> If I get get a choice, I'm gonna say no. We shouldn't print anymore. We need to make more (laughs) new games. New games need. Well,
1: that's true. Yeah, there would have to be a huge amount of huge amount of interest. So it needs to
0: be overwhelming.
2: Correct.
1: So, like, we're not gonna say never, but never say never. But this is one of those like, if you're thinking about it, uh, you know, grab it because otherwise, when we're out, then you'll you know you know we don't want you going like oh my god where do I get it now and panicking and all that like.
0: And, And that being said. Those as well as the retro edition of Pigeon Dev should be shipping very soon. Like we actually got uh, email traffic and feedback today. Of like we are we are in the home stretch. to Those that should be hopefully shipping like within a week or two. Hopefully, we're fingers are crossed. So like we are super close. Um, on the other side for updates, which Barry didn't even see this yet because I just got the information. Is that remember uh, Barry Lat? Two weeks ago we talked about freighters. And yes. the deluxe edition So the Pigeon Dev deluxe edition Has been delayed um, oh. The freighter that was supposed to arrive To pick up the stuff was delayed by 10 days So It didn't oh even my. arrive to pick up the stuff So we're looking at the end of this month For it arriving oh um, That's not no. terrible But it's it was supposed to be arriving Like within the next week And it's been pushed back 10 days So um, Again 10 days is not months But we are keeping everybody kind of you know, especially on the podcast, on the Playcast, everybody involved aware, you know, so that way you know, if you're one of the ones who supported and bought the Deluxe, like, hey, if you listen to the podcast, you're going to get the most information that we have. Yeah. So that, yeah that's, that actually came today, this, this evening.
1: That's unfortunate. Uh, Yeah, because yeah. we, uh, we actually got the Deluxe the, the proofs that, you know, I showed off in a video, and I showed off on the last Nintendo Fuse podcast, and and you showed off uh, during the live Q&A. Um, they're awesome. I can't wait for people Amazing. to get their hands on this. This is so cool.
0: Yeah. That being said, though, all the retro edition stuff has already arrived for both Super Blood Hockey and Pigeon Up. They're both in with the packaging facility being packaged up. So that's all we're waiting on now is for the stuff to get packaged up. <laughs> so yeah. that's awesome. So like those are there versus the deluxe Guide and, and slipcase are being in they're in transit right now with the deluxe box. It's all in transit, so it's all in one on one uh, freighter though. But that's the thing. Like when you see news, you don't think it affects you until you're actually physically producing things, and you're like, oh man, all of this this crap affects us. <laughs> <laughs> it's what a the trickle hell? down effect. What the hell? So that's series one. Yes. We also announced series two stuff. Yes, we did. I'll let you about some
1: series too. well uh people have been clamoring for more robot named fight because we did tease (laughs) that a year ago um yeah it's definitely coming and uh i think a lot of people really did expect this to be our third game so many people this is a third game the third game and we we internally talked and we said you know what people expect this to be our third game but now, now, let's let's not let's not make it out there. Let's do fourth because we pro- the reason Super uh, Robot Name Fight wasn't even part of series one is because we were waiting for the developers to finish all the updates because we want to the make DLC. sure all the DLC. We want to make sure that the game is on cart, complete on cart um, for, for everybody, for preservation. And when we found out that we're doing this update, we're like, we're not going to wait. You know, We're going to wait. For, we're not going to just rush it out. So we weren't sure where a robot name fight would, would come. It all depended on the developers. So yeah. uh, it turned out to be our fourth game, but still part of Series 2. Uh, <laughs> and it, you know, brand new trailer shown off um, looks awesome awesome with the new co-op and the, the four-player, and uh, I think a lot of people are going to like that. Uh, the reception during the direct was great. So many people are, are psyched for this game, and then we showed off some of the assets, like the Steelbook, which we finally showed off. which is going to be Glow-in-the-Dark Steelbook from Erica. Amazing. And uh, we, we have some other stuff that we are going to be teasing over oh, the next oh, week. We
0: can, we can tell them what we're going to be teasing, oh, which is can. literally on the website, it shows artwork coming yes. for the the Paul Niemeyer slipcase. Oh my well, god. Well, Paul finished it, like, literally yesterday at the time of this recording, and I already put it to the t- template, and it looks so amazing. Like, like people are gonna get their mind melted, and I think uh, JP is planning on rolling out a Demon's Tear, potentially this week, or maybe early next week, and then the week after is Robot Named Fight. Like, we're gonna be... Like doing a massive announcement, which we'll also push in Discord as well yes. as via email. Yeah, because um, so we still need to everybody walking around. So. <laughs> we still need to get the
1: um, get it all fully approved before we show off. That's one of the reasons uh, we didn't show off all the artwork is because we want to make sure everything is approved. Uh, even still, our work is always subject to change. But but the Paul slipcover. It is amazing. Oh my God! Um, and I think what summed it up best was what Erica said yesterday when seeing it, where she stated even if she wasn't a part of Premium and didn't do design for us, she would <laughs> buy it. And and that's something cool. Like that's what we want to make. We want to make stuff that we would buy even if we weren't already involved in the company. And this slipcover is awesome, and I can't wait for everybody to see it.
0: <laughs> my dogs just realized I came into the house. <laughs> <laughs> Darky dogs. Hi, but that's, I'm that's recording. Not all. Hi.
1: <laughs> that's not all that we uh, show off. We uh, we did show off our, our third game, which is Demons Tier Plus, which some people actually did find the little hints uh, in your yeah. video, Chef and in, in Frank's so,
0: video. Show. Yeah, up on my wall, I have a canvas painting for demons tier plus and some keen-eyed and i think i said in the video probably good looking
1: good looking yeah
0: probably (laughs) good looking people um caught that
1: yeah that's awesome
0: yeah so that was super cool though that um we were able to finally reveal that to the masses and promote the uh, demons tier plus i think frank had it showing on on his switch when he did the video (laughs) <laughs> so so we're going to do that people We're going to tease some <laughs> stuff every once in a while I'm going to probably make it less obvious the next time Because that was literally on the wall
1: Oh yeah um, people are going to start looking at your walls Every time that you appear on exactly. camera Exactly
0: not going to make it easy everyone But <laughs> um, that art actually is going to be Utilized on the interior of the Retail sleeve For Demons Tier Plus um, <coughs> Versus the one that's Robot Named Fight Robot Named Fight is actually going to be used for the retro box So when we get art pieces like that, we will utilize them, but not always in the same matter. Um, except for, you know, as Paul Niemeyer does his amazing art, that's always the slipcase.
1: Yeah, uh, Demon Seer Plus is something we've we've wanted to uh to talk about. Um, for those that are aware, Demon Here Plus, unlike, you know, Robot Infight did did get another release on two different platforms from two other mm-hmm publishers however those ones are done they're gone they're out and um, what was you know, it
0: vita was play asia
1: vita was play asia and limited run and did ps4 limited run
0: did ps4 i think people and, probably assumed <laughs> that they were going to get the switch but we yeah. already had the switch signed when they announced their ps4 because uh, we you know signed signed them like a while ago
1: yeah so ours is going to be amazing the the amount of stuff we're putting in the the artwork alone is gorgeous and of course we have the Mm -hmm. retro version as well and those will all go up both both series are going to go up on june 15th and unlike unlike the other times because people people got angry at us during season one or series one because what we did is we put super blood hockey up for four weeks we took it down and then when pigeon dev came up uh, we put Super Blood Hockey back up just for people who wanted a bundle because those went up at different times and people and people accused... did request bundles. Yeah, people requested bundles, but people accused us like, "Oh, you you made more, you added more." Well, I thought this mm-hmm. was it, and it wasn't it. We made five thousand, which was, and we just didn't sell five thousand, so we would put more Super Correct. Blood Hockey back up. Um, we're not doing it this time. This time, what we're doing is we're doing a four week open pre order for both games. When mm-hmm. th- that ends, which is going to be July fifteenth. When that ends, we are going to take them down, and they will not go back up on the site until we have them in hand. However, yep. the versions that go up for the premiums will not have that Paul Niemeyer slipcover. So, so, if- the,
0: so oh. how it's going to work yep. is we have a premium and deluxe for demons, or premium and retro and deluxe for a robot named Fight, and a premium and a retro for Demon Tier Plus, right, Barry? Yes. Correct. The premium editions are always going to be open pre-order, which means at minimum we're going to have five thousand. But during the pre-order window, if we sell more, we sell more. Um, the retro and deluxe are limited, and we're going to have a limited amount up because we also have distribution partners that are buying copies. We have a limited amount up on the website. Um, I mean, we can pro- we can probably say there's going to be about five hundred or less on the website for the pre-order day. So those of you listening, there's not a whole lot they are going to be available. We've seen other websites sell out immediately within se- within one to two minutes with 500 copies up on these items. Um, and then what Barry's saying is 100% right. So it, we order 5,000 copies. If we sell, for example, um, Demon Steer, if we sell 3,000 copies, we'll have those extra ones when we have them in hand. Sans without slipcase. Mm-hmm. If we sell more, cool. They'll all have a slipcase, but there won't be any extras once we have them in hand up on the site. Um, with the retro and the deluxe, so we we're going to be doing. We're not going to be doing five thousand. We're have five thousand or five thousand five hundred. We're gonna have five, 5 hundred up on the website for the pre-orders. The remainder that we have minus what we have with the distributions will be up when we have them in hand, which could be a hundred copies. You know yep. what I mean? We might have an extra 100 copies. However, yeah,
1: I was going to say the retro and the deluxes will, will. have that slipcase, no matter what. So
0: so think about this. Let's walk the dog for somebody on a situation. So yeah. say we get Demon's Tier Plus, right? We sell 4,000 copies. So we have 1,000 extra copies that we'll have in hand without the slipcase. The slip you missed it. You missed the pre-order window. Okay, so we had... 500 copies that went up And sold out of Demon's Plus. Um, And then the distributors got So many copies, we had another 50 copies So you got 50 extra copies That you could get the slipcase If you mm-hmm. missed out during the pre-order one Like The stuff's going to be crazy And it's going to be super interesting to watch But literally we're limiting Based off of necessity for production yep. um, And based off of our sales From the last two titles We don't yes. want to sit there and print eight thousand retro and deluxes if we're gonna sell a thousand or two thousand. Like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna go based off of you know how many people <laughs> want and if we completely undersell and enough people want it later like Barry said never say never but the plan is to do one print runs and move on to the next series because series three is still yes. coming.
1: Series three is coming and and a lot of people are so excited for, for series two. And I don't blame them. Series two is amazing, and all I have to say is, in my opinion, series three is even better than series two. And mm-hmm. we showed off one of those games, which was Cathedral, was our, yeah. our one more thing. Uh, and the you biggest know what was br-
0: surprising to me yeah, was that? that so many people did not wasn't tracking Cathedral, yep. um, and they're like, "Hey, the first time I found out about the game period was on the direct." Yep. That's, That's super interesting to me.
1: That's I was going to say. The, the biggest reaction is so many people were just like, wait, what's this? I've never heard of this game. This game looks amazing and it sounds amazing. Like I am super pumped for this game. And it's not just the people who were, were watching it live talking with people after the fact. Um, when I was just doing on Nintendo Fuse just a couple days ago, uh, yeah. one of our co-hosts was like, you know what? I, I've never seen this game before the, this is the first time I was experiencing it and it looks amazing like I can't wait to pick this up and the right and
0: I mean it's a Metroidvania with retro aesthetics. Um, it was interesting because the developers chatting with us in, in our in discord chat and he's in the Cathedral Discord chat for all of you that are interested and he's like yeah I took inspirations from like NES applying restrictions as I can but then I take advantage of modern hardware to push it beyond that. With still the idea of the restrictions in mind, and it's always super interesting when you can hear directly from the developers on their thoughts behind designing and creating their games.
1: Oh, absolutely! And uh, so it's, it's a game that I fell in love with once I started playing it. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't believe we got this game. I can't believe yeah. we're signing this game, and it's just fantastic. Um, and it's so, it's so great. To see I might have
0: also put the number up on the website of what number release it is, just to mess with people. Barry, uh? Barry is like, you got to put the number on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so we won't tell you on the podcast playcast because it's on the website. You can check it out. Um, and speaking of website, Barry, yes. we also overhauled the website and changed the format because I know a lot of people, ourselves included, um, noted that the. Item pages, like the product pages, had giant images and stuff, and it made it pretty tough to scroll around and look at everything. And um, so, I went and did a big overhaul this weekend to make everything more streamlined. All the all the product pages now look great. Um, I also incorporated because a lot of people mentioned, especially like even one of the last podcasts we did, an interview. Like, there were people didn't realize that Jeffrey Wittenhagen from Hagen's Alley is part of Premium. <laughs> And so Hagen's alley books is now on premium edition games. Like we have the little Hagen's alley cross premium edition going on where you can get the books there and they ship separately. Um, the shipping is separately. If you're something combined, we'll, we'll make sure you get your stuff, but they will ship before the other stuff. Um, and so there's stuff like pre-orders and other things for Hagen's alley books that are going on. The punch out books up there just came off of Kickstarter successfully funded 400% funded. I think, um, Mortal Kombat uh, is having, we have a Mortal Kombat book going live tomorrow on Kickstarter. So that'll be another one. Um, and that'll be interesting because it'll, though, that'll be up and live while Series 2 goes live. So oh,
1: I can't believe it. Uh, it's so it's soon.
0: So wild. And so, so, soon. so that's the craziness. But a lot of people, a lot of positive feedback of mm-hmm. having Hagen's Alley up on there. Um, and we've been talking about it, I know, um, from the, you know premium edition side with the team we've been talking about integrating the books for a long time now so the website upgrade was a long time coming um and it's a lot more streamlined i like how everything looks now i like the categories and everything and it's super easy to find things now to me
1: yeah the, the website looks fantastic and i think that goes with the uh, the series too like just like the overhaul like here you know we're we're rebranding we're rebirthing and and coming back you know with with so many cool things and even even new designs in in the uh, direct we all got new artwork designs so actually <laughs> you you might have to change in the icon for the for the playcast put our new designs there instead of the old oh, ones.
0: Th- that is the idea for this episode i gotta find the um the source images because they're i don't even think i have the folder safe but i need to get the source images for those so i can change our our two pictures you know, so i said r two because jp is never going to be around <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, jp is too busy right now he's, he's he's dealing with his own uh life changes he's,
0: he's twittering
1: he he, he twi- <laughs> well he tweeted about he's going back to school and and exactly. he's changing changing career paths or, or attempting to change career paths depending on how it goes and we wish him the best of luck and when he's able to uh to join us he's more than welcome but, uh, we'll have
0: special guest appearances from
1: JP in the future. Special guest
0: appearances. <laughs> <laughs> special guest appearances from our social media influencer. Because yeah, because that's the thing is like he is super involved even with stuff at premium, and he's still involved, but it's, he's had to scale it back as he's going to school.
1: Yeah, and uh, we wish him the very best of luck, of course, and uh, hopefully, hopefully that journey takes him where he wants to go. But but whenever he has time, and he says, "Hey, I want to." want to come on for an episode he's always more than welcome to join us of course oh but he we respect his his wishes and uh, and uh, what what he wants to do
0: yeah so the only other piece from the direct was we did an update on uh sunshine anthology um one thing that we made very clear was it's not just sunshine manor as the kickstarter may have stated it's actually there's camp sunshine on there and There was a lot of feedback that people were like, oh my god, that's like Friday the 13th. Exactly. That's why I personally wanted to sign the game and support it via Kickstarter because that game is already done and I already played it on Steam. So, like, the Kickstarter got it ported to Switch combined with Sunshine Manor uh, being ported over and and finishing up the the development of the game. So, Camp Sunshine is the one I freaking love that game is so good and sunshine Matter to me was a happy awesome bonus that continues like in the same world so like now people seeing that they're like yeah that's why we signed the game <laughs> like we're yeah. we're looking for home runs here people like and that isn't part of our numbered releases by the way yet yeah
1: yeah that's that's be. on its own yeah it, it, <laughs> it it
0: be. Be. eventually well, it'll be it'll be lined up once we announce it like at our version it'll be part of the number releases well we don't know what number that's gonna be. It'll be whenever it's gone.
1: Yep. And was one other thing we did talk about in the direct was that the backer kit versions of that game are mm-hmm. going to be closing the exact same day that series two closes, which is July fifteenth. So And if you there watch-
0: are exclusives yep. on their website. So be be aware that there are exclusive in retail yeah. case inserts. They have an exclusive challenge card, Barry.
1: Yes, they do. So that means two
0: patches. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to do it per title. So it's going to be Sunshine Manor for the backer kit slash Kickstarter. And it's going to be Camp Sunshine for the premium edition. And um, there's the also the artwork that's in the retail is done by Graham Humphreys, which is the artist who did movie posters for nightmare on elm street and evil dead and a bunch of other you know scary movies and and different types of horror out there so he did the sunshine manor however barry he only did sunshine manor and did not cover camp sunshine right so imagine what paul niemeyer can do with
1: camp sunshine it's gonna look so good
0: because while it's not going to be used on the retail edition, the slipcase on one side is going to be Camp Sunshine and one side is going to be Graham Humphreys Sunshine Manor. And we got agreement and authorization from the developers to be able to use that on our premium edition release with our slipcase, the exclusive slipcase. So that's amazing because. Um, the artwork that's on the Kickstarter and everything, Erica created it, but that's not the art that's going to be used because we're using the Graham Humphreys art. So it's an interesting interesting dynamic that some people may not be aware of, but those that listen to the podcast are. <laughs> uh,
1: it's, it's an exciting time. That, that's most likely going to be a 2022 title, but I uh, can't wait. It's it's, well, it's exciting to see this stuff coming out.
0: The other thing that's crazy though, Barry, is that you know we got Series Two coming out. It's launching in how many days from today? Like twelve days.
1: Twelve days. Twelve days.
0: Yeah. So we got one more surprise that we're not even going to spoil here. That's going to be an announcement before then about yes. Robot Name Fight specifically.
1: <sighs> yes, we do.
0: <laughs> and, it, and we've already seen some some traction with that, and it looks amazing. It's just like oh, we haven't even announced that yet, and it's like it's such a cool thing. And I just like doing fun things like what you said about like what Erica said, is like even she would mm-hmm. buy that even if she wasn't involved with the company. That's kind of our goal. Is that we're going to make cool stuff that we would collect. Because if we wouldn't collect it, why would we make it?
1: Exactly. Hey.
0: That's even from item selection because there were a few changes with item selection. Um, yeah. Instead of doing an enamel pin with the deluxe, we put, hey in Discord, we're going to do a vote and stuff that we can potentially put into the deluxe, we can do an enamel pin or let's put it up to a vote. Do you want to see another comic? Do you want to see something else? Like, let's let all the, you know, everybody in the Discord and the customers, like, kind of scale, what do you want in there? And of course, we're going to limit it to based on what we can put in there at a reasonable amount so it doesn't, you know, cost a crap ton of money. But Gotta fit too. Exactly. It has to fit in the box and all that stuff. But we're going to give a bunch of options because there's a lot of cool stuff. I mean, do you want a keychain instead? Like, because some people really like that stuff. And we're going to go with you know the overwhelming popular majority, as well as weighing in our team and you know what we want too.
1: It'll be fun. This this whole time is just so exciting, and it's like just seeing this resurgence almost like some 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 people were just kind of like you know like oh is is a premium just like a one-trick pony with with series one and like no we came back swinging and and series two because a lot of people have been asking about robot name fight they've been asking since august when we, when yep. we did the first direct uh I, I still got emails you know as as recently as you know two weeks ago like oh i'm really excited when is robot name fight when can you tell us And in discord when is robot name fight now that information is out there and we're so happy to finally be telling because people do wonder you know hey you announced this in august and like like limited run puts out a game at e3 and there are some games they've announced that they still haven't put up for pre-order a year later um obviously things happen and and you know sometimes your schedule gets full or life life changes and uh 2020 was a very uncertain year and it's still, you know, not exactly certain times with, with COVID and everything else, but it's nice to be able to say, yes, it's coming. Don't worry. Here it is. Boom. Uh, and because we're ahead of the game this time, we've learned a lot from series one series two shouldn't take as long to ship. From pre order window to shipping versus series one. But keep in mind, manufacturing of the carts will not begin until after pre orders close because we need to know how many to make. Exactly. You know, if we get 6,000, 7,000 pre orders, we're going to make that many for everybody. We're not going to be like, all right, well, we're only going to cut it off at 5,000. If you only get 3,000,
0: just be aware uh, deluxe is going to take a little longer, right? Like, because we're making. Hardcover strategy guide. So, like that one. Whenever anybody gets the deluxe, just expect that it'll come out a little later. Just realize that we'll keep you updated for sure. Like we're getting it done as soon as possible. Like Steve and I have been. A Steve and I have been going back and forth on on the robot name fight guide already. I mean, there's four billion different combinations. So we have to streamline it because <laughs> there's no way we can make a, a guide like that. Um, but. Just be aware that will take some time right? Um, We do have one more thing That we could talk about That we Uh, haven't promoted yet But we're going to Um, We're not going to be launching The pre-orders Until A little bit later Because Nintendo In their ever-loving wisdom Decided to do their E3 on the 15th The same day we do pre-orders And we're not going to go head-to-head with Nintendo We're not crazy So, so we're going to go a little bit later. I think we're shooting for the early evening, um, which would be late afternoon for those on the US West Coast. Um, But we also are decided since everybody loved doing the interactive discord where we did a live discord chat, we're going to do a live discord chat too.
1: Yeah, so the Nintendo's plans for E3 at 12 noon is at Eastern time. That is 12 noon mm-hmm. Eastern. They're going to do their direct, which is going to be roughly 40 minutes. And then after that is going to be the Treehouse, which is three hours. Most likely the Treehouse will probably start at 1. So we figure they'll probably end their their whole day at 4 o'clock. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, pre-orders will probably go up. At four, four thirty-five, like sometime right after that, uh, we do not want to compete with Nintendo, and we definitely nope. don't want people to be like, "Oh, I want to go pre-order and show support," but I'm busy watching the Treehouse, or I want to see what Nintendo's doing. <laughs>
0: not only do we not want to compete, we want to go watch it. <laughs> yeah, we, we're
1: gonna be watching it too. Um, <laughs> like, so we, like absolutely... we're not
0: crazy. We're not just creating <laughs> games here. We collect.
1: So yes. like
0: we're gonna be, we're gonna be watching Nintendo's direct.
1: <laughs> exactly. So that's our plan. And then you know, like, like Jeff said, we'll, we'll when it goes live, we we'll, probably hop in our discord so if you're in discord you can hop in and and join us for voice chat for a bit um i'm not sure how long i'll be there because i my wife will probably want to spend a little time with me because i'm re-recording nintendo fuse that night as well (laughs) so yeah that's gonna be a very busy day for me
0: (laughs) it's premium day it's always a busy crazy day like i won't be able to have that day off either so i'll be in and out hopefully i'll be able to to get on as soon as possible um yeah, no, it's it's gonna be wild. But yeah, we're not crazy to compete with Nintendo, so we're we're 100 aware and we're not jumping down that path. But um, yeah, you know it'll be the same thing. We're at the end of the day on July 15th, it will be done. So we're not gonna end it in the morning. We're gonna end it in the evening on July yeah, 15th. Probably midnight or so. Probably midnight. So prior, you know, 11:59 p.m. like Eastern Standard Time, it's it's going off. So um, just be aware. And yeah, so like Nintendo's doing their Direct, who knows, maybe we'll announce some stuff for the Switch Pro. <laughs> yeah, who knows? They but haven't even told us, so I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> that's the cool thing, though, so while you're you know hyped up on all Nintendo's goodness, then you can bring it over to Premium and get your Nintendo goodness from Premium with Robot Name Fight and Demon's Tier Plus. Keep that collection growing.
0: Exactly, and I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that stuff. We'll talk about the Nintendo Direct, too, because I'm sure they're going to announce something cool. They have to. Yeah. So Uh, we'll we'll talk about that, too, because we're going to be probably pre-ordering right along with (laughs) (laughs) y'all. It's going to be a
1: very busy pre-order day as things start popping up on Amazon, what's announced. Exactly. Hey, the new Mario games are available right now on Amazon. Go, go, go. My wife hates that day because she's like, why is there a $500 Amazon bill? Don't worry. They all come out at different
0: times, you know? (laughs) Yeah, they do all come out at different times. It's insane. That's crazy, man. So yes. should we talk about uh, the game of the
1: episode or do we have yes. more to talk about? No, no, we can go jump into that. Now, um, the games of the episode are yeah. actually games we put out as well um, physically. So if you if you haven't played them yet and, and you like what we say, um, make sure to pick up the premium deluxe or retro versions of the Pigeon Dev games collection, because that's exactly where you could find these two games. And those two games are Awesome P and Awesome P2. So I'll set the wallpaper really quickly. (laughs) Awesome P came out on the Switch March 1st, 2019. The developer, of course, is Pigeon Dev, and the digital publisher is sometimes you. The physical publisher is Premium Edition Games. It is a 2D platformer, uh, very Game Boy aesthetics, and it has 30 different levels for you to jump and go through. Awesome P2 came out June 3rd, 2020, on the Switch. Again, the developer, Pigeon Dev, digital publisher, sometimes you, and the physical publisher, again, is Premium Edition Games, uh, which continues. This has 25 levels instead of 30. Uh, Again, it's Game Boy Aesthetic, platformer, and is significantly more challenging than the first game.
0: (laughs) So interestingly enough if we had to go back in time knowing what we know now this would have been this physical would have been the awesome p1 and 2 um collection just like you know we had on other platforms with bonuses of the other two games yeah that's how good these are the marquee games of the pigeon dev games collection It's awesome p1 and 2 are so good they're so fun they're like little fun retro platformers little challenging palatable experiences like you played back in the day. Like retro, like modernized. I love them. And interestingly, Barry mentioned this. But like with the digital, for some reason, sometimes he's listed as both the developer and the publisher. And from a craziness perspective, when creating something like the Switch Collector book series that I'm doing, like there's inaccuracies on Nintendo's website all over. Obviously, Pigeon Dev Games is who created awesome, awesome P1 and 2. But it's not even listed. On the website. It's craziness. Um, so much. That's the entire Nintendo Switch um, on the eShop, as well as 3DS games are all like that um, on the on the Nintendo website, which is crazy. But um, 100% right with uh, what you talked about with Awesome P2, because Awesome P2 is like Awesome P1 hard mode. Oh, yes. 100%. 100%. Um, obviously, we. I've beaten both games. Um, I actually. you got got to earn your patch. The challenge patch for Pigeonive Games is to beat any of the four games. I beat both um, Awesome P games, and to earn my patch, I posted screenshots of both at different points. Um, However, I do find that with Awesome P1, you can kind of cheese your way through. Like, some of the levels where you move down, you can kind of just jump off and and guide your way through, which is for speedrunners, but you can do that a lot. With Awesome P2, not as easy, Barry. Not as easy no.
2: to do that
0: So I just But I like it though because if you really dig Awesome B1 it's like alright cool uh, It's a very short experience And then it's like now jump into hard mode with Awesome P 2 and Jump and try to complete everything As quickly as possible
1: Yeah it's it's significantly Like the second game is significantly Harder I I almost put it like Kind of like Super Meat Boy in a sense um, Because it, it you know one hit you you know you get very few hits really and the the spikes just um the first game i found significantly easier but Mm -hmm. it brought me back to like playing super mario land on the game boy and that's uh, a
0: really good parallel barry that is a very especially with the length of the levels that's about mario land yeah
1: yeah, and if, it felt very much. And as a completionist, I like I gotta collect everything in every level, so I hunt mm-hmm. everything down. Uh, the second game, I was started doing that, and I'm like, it's like no, you know what? Now <laughs> I'm not gonna go for everything. I just want to try and beat <laughs> some of these levels because some of them are some of them. Like I started like sweating. I'm like, oh my god, this is more difficult than than I expected it to be, which is awesome because you're really getting a lot of bang for your buck um, on both of these titles, and uh, that's not even, that's only 50 percent of the Pigeon Dev games collection.
0: Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is that the Game Boy graphical aesthetics, like the first one is pea green. Awesome P2 is more of a a teal color, like a little bit of a a lighter blue. Um, They also had a different artist with Awesome P1 on the digital eShop. And then the artist for the uh, Awesome P2, It was they they liked it so much. Like Pigeon Dev, she liked it so much that she wanted to change before we did the physical. The Awesome P One art to match that. So in the physical, you're going to notice that anytime with Awesome P, it's it's the brand new art. When in reality, it was a different art when it originally launched, which we show off in the premium guide with that's included in the deluxe edition. We have the original Awesome P artwork um, as well. So it's, it's super cool to see. But the graphics, they're completely Game Boy style using the monochrome aspects. You can adjust the filters to where you can have it just be pixelated. Or you can add the CRT filter to make it look like it's on old school television. Which, if you think about it, Barry, it's kind of funny because the original Game Boy was not a CRT. No. <laughs> so not it's at kind all. It's kind of funny that they added that to it to give it a retro aesthetic. When in reality, the Game Boy was, was definitely not CRT. Um, but I still think it looks really cool um, when you do it that way.
1: I think it looks cool, but honestly, I didn't play it that way just because I was like, you know what, I want the clean look, but I love having options. I hate it when a game will be like, no, you have to play it this way or you have to use this style, Um, even if they think like the developer thinks it looks cool. um, This way, you can really choose how you want to do it, and that's what this gives you.
0: And you think about it with Modern Retro. Mm -hmm. They're developing it With clean pixel looks in mind Back in the day They did not So Super Nintendo for example You got Donkey Kong Country And you got Super Mario RPG and a lot of these ones That did motion capture including like the Mortal Kombat's And things like Mm -hmm. that And those when you put them in clean pixel They look pretty bad But if you put them in CRT You'll see where they did all the color blendings On the CRT scan lines It actually makes it look like one cohesive picture A lot better So it actually doing CRT mode on certain graphical styles looks way better, but that's when the games were developed with a CRT in mind. And it's actually the same thing that the PlayStation one and N64 are completely guilty of is that people try to do this clean look on the original older polygon games Mm -hmm. and they don't look as great. And the people are like, man, this looks like it doesn't hold up well, but if you actually play it on a CRT, it looks a little bit better and a lot of the aesthetics and aspects that they're using work a lot better when you play them on a CRT, and you get that old hit of nostalgia in that generation as well. So games like Awesome P one and Two, um, as well as Buck and I explosive Jake the other two, were all developed with a high resolution display in mind, which means that it was the the pixels are even by the artist created with that in mind. So, That's why I feel that putting on the CRT filter for a modern retro game is almost, like, not necessary. Um, And I never do it myself. Whereas, I'm starting to do CRT filters on the retro games because that's (laughs) how they looked. It feels more natural. But that, to me, is why I think I prefer it that way. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: No, that That makes makes sense, actually. Um, Yeah, there's definitely a difference... Without, unless you have an upscaler, and even then, sometimes it's better to have that, that grainy look. And the scan, i did not an upscaler
0: as a kid, Barry. I'm just saying, I had old I'm TV.
1: saying now, yeah. I have an old TV, <laughs> but then CRT were it, you know, RCA hookups yeah. and coaxial well, and, hookups. And
0: that's my argument against the um the upscaler hipster community because there's a whole community that's up on you know, scar cables and everything, and it's great. And I 100%, you know, love that community, and it's cool, but for me, it's like. Well, I just played on a regular television, so just plugging into a regular television gets me how it actually was played, and it's funny. So when I go hang out with uh, Kyle, which usually when I from Video Game Bullshit podcast from back in the day, when we would go to like Milwaukee, we go to his house, but we would play NES on his tiny little television because he has he has a, a big ass TV. But no, we go play it in his in his game room on a tiny tv and we have so much more fun playing like double dragon 2 sitting real close to the television on a smaller crt than we do playing it on a giant screen with a little bit of lag or whatever or whatever or however it is with modern aesthetics versus there's zero lag on the crt it's exactly how we played it
1: yeah
0: interesting Oh yeah
1: <laughs> see I, th- I think what it is it depends on how you have a hookup what your setup is Oh yeah <clears> so if you sure. don't have a CRT, you have no choice but to use an upscaler. but I like that games who which are designed after retro stuff give you the option of how to customize your experience and uh, mm-hmm. I'm thankful that the pigeon dev decided to or uh, you know include this with with their collection of games and uh, I think that if you, miss those days if you miss the the classic 2d platforming days of yesteryear if you especially if you grew up with the game boy you know laying in bed maybe under the covers with the those terrible lights on top of it because your parents told you to go to sleep you're like well no, i'm still gonna play Mega Man, dr Wily's revenge um Uh you'll probably really enjoy um the awesome p games and i don't know if she's planning on making a third but uh these are really challenging games and they look, they look deceptive, especially if you play awesome P it's like deceptive. It's like, Oh, this is, mm-hmm. this is fun, but this feels more like a kid's game. And then you get the second game. And especially if you're trying hundred percent, it will kick your butt, <laughs> which is good. You have mm-hmm. that
0: range of challenge. I do have one more thing though, Barry. Oh, what? So if anybody, if you're still on the fence with awesome P one and two, there is one, 100% exclusive thing to our physical Mm -hmm. for awesome P1 and 2 that is not available on the digital copy Oh, so they upgraded and changed the soundtrack for all four games exclusively for our collection and we have not talked about it or marketed it but some keen-eared people have, have noticed so the soundtrack that comes in the awesome or the Pigeon Dev Games Collection Deluxe Edition it is a holy, wholly new soundtrack. So if you play the games from the digital version and then you play our physical, the soundtrack is different and it is so much cooler. Um, they completely uh, overhauled everything for the Pigeon Dev Games Collection, and I'm surprised JP hasn't been marketing the hell out of that because like I we talked about it before and he never really mentioned it. I think he was planning to and maybe just got sidetracked by series two, but. Well- like, we'll have real. to have them
1: push that when the, the retros start shipping.
0: Well, when when the deluxe comes in, be like, hey, there's only so many deluxes left. And because it, the and deluxe it's, has a soundtrack. Exactly. Exactly. The deluxe is the soundtrack. And all you have to do is go to the website see what items are in, in the versions. But, like, yeah. So that is exclusive to our physical, which is crazy. Because here's the funny thing, Barry. So creating the strategy guide, right? So I, got, I even forgot this piece because I'm creating the strategy guide and, and working on all the different levels and, and making sure that all of our stuff is correct for all the games. And then I'm listening to the CD mastered copy for Pitch and Def and I'm like, I don't even recognize any of this music because I literally played the digital copies that were provided because it was before we got the physical. Yeah. <laughs> so I forgot. I'm like, holy crap, we have a whole new soundtrack. And it sounds so good because once we got the physical... Cartridges advanced to us I listen to It all again and I'm like oh it's like a brand New experience so even Those of you that have it have one of the games Or, or a couple of the games digitally or on PS4 and Vita our Version for the switch Is different
1: Yes so that's what we that's like to insane. do. We want, we want to make the definitive versions of all of our releases. Mm-hmm. You know, Like Super Blood Hockey, the version that's on the card has less bugs than the digital version does. It is, is actually a slightly more stable version. You know, Robot Name Fight, we wanted to make sure all that DLC, all that extra content is on there. And we're talking with other developers on other games that we've signed that we can't talk about yet, about exclusive stuff that's only going to be in... The physical version of the game from us. We want to make sure that you guys get some really cool stuff um, because that we are collectors. We like making sure games are awesome and and,
0: and are complete. Hey, we're gonna have fun with this, Bear. I don't care. Like that's it's just that's the idea is that like if something's cool to us, like we're gonna try to do it. Like it sounds, it's fun and like like for series two on, we're gonna try to get the uh, premium. Edition jingle in the titles Um, and some developers have different requirements on what they do or how they do it Um, but we're gonna try to get our logo and our little little sound our little song at the uh, beginning of every game Is that just as, that's just cool? Um, but yeah, man, um, the other thing is is that, you know, we do have copies uh, going out to the developer to get signed so we are going to eventually have a nice giveaway it'll be um you know to podcast listeners as well as discord members um we'll do a um try to do a signed copy giveaway because it is a pain to try to get that stuff out to these developers oh yes <laughs> so we'll be doing that in the future too because um i already have the ones out going out to loren lemke for super blood hockey but we're also gonna be doing the same thing out to um pigeon dev as well
1: uh, so so, again, if this sounds like up your alley, then make sure to pick up while we still have in stock because we are running low. Uh, so he posted the amounts. Yeah. Yeah. We have less than 600 uh, when it was posted. We had 600, but we, it's, we've sold since. So we've less than 600. Uh, and we do anticipate when Series 2 goes out, a lot of people will be like, I'm going to grab all the copies. Um Keep that in mind. These these games will be going out. And now you
0: said 600. That's 600 of which version?
1: That was a premium edition.
0: 600 of the premiums, and there's less. Yes of the, the retros and less of the deluxes each available as and, well so
1: and the obviously there's less now because we've sold since then but yes i i do have a feeling when some of you who may be on the fence you see the retro you see the deluxe like people start unboxing it because that, mm-hmm. that unboxing patch still applies we want people yep. to unbox it we want people to show it off you know that that's going to catch on when people see how cool this is you know we've had several emails already be like i want to upgrade my copy after they saw the proof when i showed off the proof and showed off the the guide they're like you know what i regret not getting that i want to upgrade my copy um those are again once they're gone they're gone um we're unless there's an insane amount of demand uh, we're not reprinting so if this is something that interests you uh, and these games sound really cool. Remember, you're also getting two other games in addition to Awesome P1 and 2. You're getting four games in one. It's the first time in America that there's a four-game multi-application cart. And uh, you don't want to miss out.
0: Exactly. And it's it's insanity, man. I love it. Um, and, I mean, as things go, like we're trying to make sure you all have plenty of warning that listen to the podcast. And I know a lot of Listeners have commented that they like coming on the journey with us and we just want to be clear and open as Mm -hmm. creators. Absolutely. I mean and and by the way, Barry, for a Mm -hmm. being open as a creator, uh Switch Collector volume two. Yes. I am almost done. I think I'm in the last couple games for the physical version section. So I'm almost done. Like I literally went through hundreds over the last two weeks. So like I am close to putting a bow on that sucker to get it in production. <laughs> um, for an ex- exclusive for the listeners, I am going to be ordering volume one, some extra copies for a second printing of that when I order volume two. So that way, those that have been asking, like you will be able to get volume one as well.
1: So. It's exciting. So many people want volume one. I think one person said like he couldn't find a copy anywhere. No one wanted to sell their nope. copy. Uh, so that's, mm-hmm. that's really exciting. I'm sure people will like that. And, and if you've, you're just discovering, say this is the first time you're listening to the Playcast, you're like, oh, I didn't even hear about the Switch Collector, you'll be able to get Volume 1 and Volume 2 together, which is great. Yep.
0: And I will 100% begin working on Volume 3 on the side, uh, but we're not taking that sucker to Kickstarter for a very, very long time. I'm, like, I'm going to be done with it before we take it because I don't want people to wait as long as they've had to wait for Volume 2. Because um, we we put you know when it's going to ship, which was September of this year, but I didn't want to take that long. But with premium, we had to, and we didn't anticipate premium launching and going as crazy as it did. So that's awesome. So it's a well, good it's, problem to have. <laughs> yeah, it's only so many hours in the day, um, exactly. you know. And you but I'm still going to meet house. our I'm still going to meet our deadline and everything for the book. But volume three like it's in the it's in the works and and it will be um you know be started and be working. But I, we may not even take it. We might just put it in one of the, the series pre-order windows or something and just do Swiss Collector Volume 3 for pre-order on the website, too, because it is on premium now. Yeah, I think that's a good idea.
1: I'm sure people, after they get Volume 2, will be – that's the next question. So when's Volume 3? Mm-hmm. When's Volume 3? Um, exactly. But, and
0: it allows us to control things, and if we need to print more Volume 1 or 2, we can put that on there as well while we launch Volume 3 on the site. And Kickstarter – I mean, I have multiple authors that want to release books, and I don't want to hold their books to, to launch my own. And we have an awesome community with Premium. Can't
1: wait! Can't wait to for people to get that book. That that is such a good book, and uh, you know, a lot of people are discovering your books now. And that's one cool thing on premiumeditiongames.com Now you can see a bunch of your books that are still in stock. So mm-hmm. if you if you like Jeffrey's work, you should absolutely check out his other books.
0: Yeah, the first and still i think only nes homebrew book is out um the nes out in the homebrew revolution it, it covers up to when i published it every single nes homebrew which is aftermarket releases on the nintendo released up to that point point. and i did like a preview of nes maker which is now a huge thing but it was just announced and started um, I was backer one, and NES maker, by the way. <laughs> nice. Backer cloud, backer cloud, but um, but like literally, that was you know highlighted, and so now NES maker is a huge thing with tons and tons of games out there, and like that community is super fun. I got we have two Super Nintendo books, um, the definitive edition of the complete SNES, which is a giant 630 page hardcover book uh, covering every Super Nintendo game for all regions. Um, highlights of the f- Super Famicom not every Super Famicom but those that you can play and enjoy without knowing Japanese so English speakers kind of like how I could personally collect for the Switch and you know English versions um, so that's there there's a pocket edition is the other one which literally streamlines everything but can somewhat fit in your pocket still for 300 pages Barry <laughs> <laughs> that's a big book I have the the main definitive source of the virtual boy with the complete virtual yes. boy. It's 180 pages on the virtual boy. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. book. It's so crazy. Such a fun one. Everybody challenged me to do a hundred page book. I'm like, okay, I did 180. <laughs> um, there's a still, there's a compendium of the Nintendo and he has stories of us all growing up with the Nintendo. There's a book on that. That's up. Those are just the ones that are available. Everyone. Like I have other books that are out of stock that I will reprint if enough people are interested. The complete NES, which is the NES version of the Super Nintendo, is actually getting a definitive edition, which I'm going to work on after Volume 2 is done. And it's already pretty much done. I just got to do a QAQC on all the, the reviews and everything. But that's going to be a lot larger than the original complete NES. And everybody's been asking. There's there's three times the amount of people asking for that than even Volume 1 of Switch Collector. So that's going to be a huge release coming up. And then, of course... We have all the other authors with, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, the, the Punch-Out, uh, Pixel Perfect Punch-Out book, which is crazy. You know, lots of reception. The Combat Compendium is launching this Friday at the time of this recording would be 4 June, <laughs> June 4th. It'll be launching um, in the more in the like 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, essentially. So those of you that are interested, but both of those books, Barry, are giants. Yes, they're they're eleven by thirteen books, like they're huge and they're super like super big and expensive to do, and we're still charging an affordable price. Um, the developer, or developer, the author, I'm thinking premium. The authors um, want to keep the prices affordable for all the readers, um, and so essentially, you know, they're willing to print it in bigger quantities for a better price, and they're both going to have uh, slipcases as well um over it so paul niemeyer did the art for the punch out book which looks amazing yes it does I mean, ours too. um right now with mortal Kombat, i think they're still i don't know if they posted the finalized art for that yet um and i think that's still a stretch goal for them on that one though they got a lot of cool stuff with masks and statues and craziness that apparently it's been six years in the making and people have been following that book for six years barry uh, that's it's a long finally time finally launching finally launching tomorrow pixel perfect punch out was out it was a book that they tried to release years ago and they didn't have a publisher so i'm happy to do kind of what we're doing for premium with you know indie developers doing it for indie authors with hagan's alley and it's kind of the idea is just having fun with stuff and making cool stuff that we would buy we would collect ah what else do we got barry Are we good I think that's that
1: wraps up the uh, big premium news and like, the game of the episode. And, you know, obviously we have E3 coming out, which is mm-hmm. big hype and pre-orders for series two going live soon, which is big hype. Uh, yeah.
0: What are comes. we uh, covering for the next episode for game?
1: Oh, yes. Next game. Oh, well, I think since we did the first two games, let's we'll do Bucket Knight and Explosive Jake for next time. Fun. That's why so, well, we get yeah. the full, full circle pigeon dev.
0: Nice. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about bucket and explosive, Jake, and those of you that are following along. Maybe somebody will let us know in the comments on Discord or you know leave us an anchor message. Let us know if you completed uh, the patch, even because yes, you know gives you an excuse to, to pop in the game and earn your patches. And we still have patches. We have extra set aside for those of you with a retro and deluxe on pre-order. So yes, we're absolutely. not going to run out of those patches because um, we made sure and. Just so you know, Barry, I'm pretty sure... I haven't checked my mail yet today, but I'm pretty sure I have a delivery of Series 2 patches that came in.
1: Oh, I do be those
0: some... super early, so I might have those patches. I don't know if I want to reveal those to everyone until we, we go live.
1: Well, we have right. revealed the uh, the Robot Named Fight patch design. Not the, yep. not the finalized mm-hmm. thing, but the, the patch design. But yeah, I think that could be something we could reveal over the next few weeks
0: maybe the live chat
1: maybe the live chat and then post it out for for social media during the pre-order window while it's open exactly because we do have we do have stuff coming out we you know during this time period for people um besides teasing some of that new artwork uh, we have an interview coming out with the developer of robot named fight Um, so you'll be able to get some more behind the scenes information there
0: We'll and be on so a few we'll,
1: podcasts. We'll be on a few podcasts, showing stuff off and talking. So yeah, we're, we're going to be doing the rounds and trying to uh, say hi to everybody. And, and we want everybody to really feel that hype for Series 2 because we're hyped for it. Because these are two awesome games. And uh, it's so, so relieving to be able to talk about them now. <laughs>
2: we yeah. We've been keeping a lot
1: of this so tight exactly lip for so long. It. Well, that's great. Uh, so, Jeff, what about where they can find you? Let's go with that.
0: So, you can find me on Facebook and the Twitter at Hagen's Alley and at Hagen's Alley Books on Instagram. I've also started a new series with One on his channel. It's called Random Retro Challenge, where we um, pick a game randomly, um, retro style, and the only, co- you know, is... The only thing that, you know, is the rule is that we, neither games or I have had to, had to have played it. So it has to be something new to us. And I've played a lot, so that's an interesting piece. We um, had our last week, our second episode was on Macross Plus in the arcade. And then we're currently playing the Knights of Valor, which neither of us have played um, so we're going to be talking about that one on our next recording. We try to record every week, but Gamester and I both have crazy schedules because I do premium stuff and record the playcast, and he has his ep- his channel stuff and he's out of town a lot. Uh, so we're going to try to make sure we get the newest episode recorded this week, hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, it's super fun doing the retro random challenge, um, and of course all the books and games now are available at premiumeditiongames.com. So you can typically find me there and on our Discord. Bye, you bear.
1: You could find me on Twitter at Hawk Hellfire. You could also find me on Facebook and on YouTube at Nintendo Fuse, where every other Tuesday we'll be doing live podcasts. Uh, So our next one is actually on the 15th, our premium day, as you call it. Uh, So after the premium hype, after you you know pre-order your Series Two games, you feel free to join me on YouTube there and. Let us know. Um, last, You never know who shows up. Last time, Jeff? Bombard, oh, <laughs>
0: Bombard Barry. Bombard
1: Uh You yeah. can also find me, speaking of a barding, on our Premium Edition Discord, as well as in Premium Edition emails, for sure.
0: Awesome. Well, everybody, uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Have a good one.